Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Mark chapter 3, verses 28 to 29. I tell you the truth, all the sins and blasphemies of men will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. He is guilty of an eternal sin. Have I committed the unforgivable sin? If there's ever a question that causes more concern and raises even more questions, it's hard to imagine. For consciences already tormented with guilt from sin, the thought that there may be one more for which no pardon is possible is terrifying. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all record this teaching, and Jesus himself underscores its importance beginning with the words, Truly, truly I say to you. So the important thing to ask here is, what is this sin, and what is it that makes this sin unforgivable? Sadly, the answers given are often not helpful. Sources on the internet will often list those sins which the authors personally consider to be the most offensive. However, that gives the impression that while sins are bad, they're not really all that difficult to forgive compared to those sins which they consider to be really, really bad. But that reveals both a misunderstanding of the nature of sin and the magnitude of God's grace. The moment we begin to consider some sins of lesser importance than others is an indication that we may be taking God's mercy for granted. Our culture is already shockingly comfortable with a wide variety of sins. It's not the size of the transgression that makes the sin against the Holy Spirit unforgivable. It's the nature of the sin itself. The topic arose when the Pharisees reacted to Jesus' proclamation of the gospel and his miracle of driving out demons. They were already upset at his growing popularity. Matthew tells us that upon our Savior's healing of a man on the Sabbath who had a withered hand, the Pharisees then went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. In their growing anger and frustration, and seeing how he was able to drive out evil spirits, the scribes sneered and said, He is possessed by Beelzebub. By the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. For that reason, it's held that the unforgivable sin is the blasphemous rejection of Jesus. The sin is seen as unforgivable because it rejects the work of God's Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the only one who can change a person's heart. The fact is, without the Holy Spirit's work in us through God's Word, repentance and faith are impossible. To reject His work is to reject Jesus Himself and the salvation He has come to bring. Again, it's not the size of the sin that makes forgiveness impossible, it's the nature of the sin, in that it rejects that forgiveness and the one whom God himself has sent to bring it. So to return to that original question, if you have ever found yourself worried or asking, have I committed the unforgivable sin? There is real comfort to be shared. The fact that you are even concerned with the answer shows that the Holy Spirit is at work within you. Apart from him, you wouldn't care. With even a glimmer of that desire for our Savior's mercy comes God's strength and assurance that you have it. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us to confess our sins and look to Christ for the mercy and forgiveness he has accomplished for all of our sins at the cross. He assures us it's true in his word, points us to our baptism where we have been washed clean of our sins, and strengthens us with the body and blood of our Savior in the Lord's Supper, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. You can be sure of it. But now, what about that friend or relative who wants nothing to do with Jesus? Does this mean that they have committed this sin? We leave that to God. However, while both we and they have breath, every day is a great day to have them in our prayers and continue to share our Savior's salvation with them. One of the great joys of life is the shock of seeing someone you never thought would believe later come to faith in the gospel. 
By God's word, the Holy Spirit continues to bring even those who appear to be the most obstinate among us to faith. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you that I may confess my sins to you and be assured you have forgiven them all for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.